now, time for seafood news. Welcome back to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News staff writer Amanda Buckle. And I'm seafood market reporter Lauren Castiglione. This week's episode is brought to you by Erner Barry's Reporter, the quarterly news magazine for the food industry professional packed with the latest industry headlines, analysis, and trending articles. Contact Advertise at ErnaBerry.com to be a featured sponsor in the spring edition of The Reporter, which is distributed to thousands of protein industry professionals, including a 5500 bonus distribution to attendees at Seafood Expo North America in Boston. Make sure you are in front of your customers. We've got a great show this week and definitely much less awkward than mm-hmm. last week when I accidentally told Lauren that her Pengasian story <laughs> made a front cover of The Reporter when I really, you know, I forgot about it, but... Anyway, we're moving on. Yeah. Uh, Still holding a slight grudge, but it's true. We do have a great episode for you this week. This episode of the Seafood News Podcast will be breaking down a retail features analysis, talking about the 2019-2020 scallop plan, and a bunch of other stuff. (laughs) So let's get this seafood party started. Woo-woo. Exactly. Oh, nice. Let's get the seafood party started. I'll come out, I'll come out. Oh, all right, we'll, okay. we'll rehearse anyway. for next time. All right. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, off track already. Okay, so, right, retail analysis. Yes. So, after the traditionally slow pre Thanksgiving period for seafood promotions, things look to come back with a roar for the holidays. Most of the major seafood retail items, except for salmon and tilapia, are trading at lower prices than last year in December. And both salmon and tilapia have positives that may support more retail promotions over the holidays. For salmon, it is the higher prices of whitefish that make it a more attractive staple. And for tilapia, it is the heavy buying ahead of Chinese tariffs that has positioned sellers to be able to promote this fish during the holidays in Lent. Now, as we head into the holiday season, Arnerberry's Mark Reporters took a look at past retail features for tilapia, salmon, scallops, and shrimp. So let's break down tilapia first. Cyclical imports of tilapia frozen fillets start seeing a dramatic increase in November and peak in January. Added demand leading into the holiday season, coupled with traders securing product ahead of Chinese New Year and for Lent, all attribute to the rise and uh, subsequent fall of import volumes during this time of year. When looking at retail features from the past two years, beginning the week of Thanksgiving and running through Christmas, Features have increased 90, from 96 in 2016 to 109 in 2017, and that's a 13.5% increase. While import volumes and wholesale prices have increased month over month since April and are expected to continue increasing as traders secured orders prior to the 10% and 25% punitive tariffs being implemented, it's a question of whether retail features will follow suit for the 2018 season. When costs increase overseas, it is likely those higher prices will be passed along to the consumer. And with the current trade war affecting seafood exported out of China, with tilapia being the highest volume seafood export from the country, it does not seem likely that retailers will be able to promote the product as they have in recent years if the 25% tariff goes into effect. While many importers took action to secure inventory ahead of the higher tariffs, opting for early shipping options, Few are overbought, but many hold higher inventory levels compared to previous years during this same time frame. With the recently announced 90-day hiatus of the 25% tariff, the industry is hopeful that this action in the, uh, is the first in completely dropping the higher tariff in 2019. Uh, if this turns out to be the case, added cold storage fees for larger inventory holdings are a welcome trade-off, perhaps resulting in a continued trend of tilapia promotions leading into the 2019 Lenten season. 
For salmon, in retail, farm salmon tends to have a dominant presence at the seafood counter, and it typically and historically increases when it comes to the holiday push. Looking back to 2016, prices at the end of November was $5.40 for fresh 2-3 pound Chilean Atlantic salmon fillets, a bellwether size for farmed salmon. However, that same size increased 30 cents through the end of December. In 2017, pricing around that same time for 2-3 pound Chilean Atlantic salmon fillets were $4.45. By the end of December, the price climbed to $4.85, also a 30 uh, cent increase. Now, that 14.6% drop in price from 2016 to 2017 equated to a 5% increase in features in 2017. In 2016, there was a total of 139 Atlantic salmon features from Thanksgiving through the end of December. And in 2017, there were 146 features. Currently, the market sits at $4.85 on 2-3s, to which is roughly in between 2016 and 2017's prices. Overall, salmon is a staple, and there isn't another species you can swap in for it. So in addition with uh, cod prices higher, salmon may become more attractive as a retail promotion. As for scallops, in 2017, prices for 10 to 20 mid-Atlantic sea scallops retreated with an improved supply situation. That resulted in a substantial retail push last year, with scallops being featured 118 times from September to December, compared to just about 58 times in 2016. Retail features jumped over 103% from 2016 to 2017, and this year appears to be on the same track. From this past September to the end of November, there have been 128 retail features. For most of 2018, prices for 10 to 20 mid-Atlantic sea scallops trended well below the prices seen in 2016 and 2017. However, things changed in late September and early October when prices pushed past 2017 prices, trading approximately 7.6% higher. Improved supply situation and lower prices have been a catalyst for improved retail presence. And finally, for shrimp. Retailers appear to be embracing shrimp and the value it offers. Buying opportunities are up and ad prices are lower in both the third quarter and year-to-date. The number of ads in our index increased by roughly 22,000, or 13.5% during the third quarter. Ad prices in the same period averaged 22 cents or 2.8% below the same period over a, a year ago. Meanwhile, year-to-date buying opportunities are up approximately 86,000 or 17.1%. And that wraps up our UB Retail Features Analysis. Moving along to news, the New England Fishery Management Council has finalized the scallop plan for 2019 to 2020, the fishing year beginning on April 1st. The National Marine Fisheries Service staff estimates that catches will be similar to this year, which are expected to be around 60 million pounds. However, the plan adds one additional closed area trip for each of the approximately 310 full-time vessels in the fishery. At 18,000 pounds per trip, this has the potential to increase landings by around 5.5 million pounds. Open access days will remain the same, meaning that the resource scientists expect to see a lower volume landed from the same number of days at sea. Part of this is due to projected changes in the size of scallops landed. Thanks, Lauren. In other news, Thai Union Group has opened up a restaurant inside Alibaba's Shanghai Hema, uh, supermarket in an effort to meet China's growing demand for lobster. The restaurant, called The Lobster Lab, which I think that's a really cool name, yeah, um, serves fresh lobster from the U.S. and Canada through Thai Union's King Oscar brand. The menu of the takeout and dining restaurant concept features lobster rolls and seafood chatter, along with some Western dishes. And the Lobster Lab is part of, um, and sir, excuse me if I don't say this right, is part of a, a Thamachar Seafood Retail, which is Thai Union. Um, they made like a strategic investment uh, in the company back in June. 
and they acquired a 25% stake in the company and will reportedly increase um, their shareholding to 65% in 2019. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Tiny Union also reportedly plans to open seafood chain Red Lobster inside Shanghai's IFC Mall. No official opening date has been announced there. We should go to that opening. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, <laughs> book our flights. Sticking with news in China, the overseas organizers of China Fisheries and Seafood Expo, Seafair Expositions, announced that this year's show held last month saw a 13% jump in visitors and a 22% increase in exhibit space. Buyers filled the aisles of all 10 exhibit halls for the three-day event that showcased the growing demand in the world's largest seafood market. The 23rd annual edition of the expo featured over 1,500 exhibiting uh, companies from 51 countries. Net exhibit space was around 45,000 square meters or just under 485,000 square feet. In terms of the net exhibit space and number of visitors, the expo is now the largest seafood trade wow. exposition in the world. Altogether, companies from more than 100 companies uh, countries participated. That's like pretty impressive. And uh, I mean, like I thought Seafood Expo North America in Boston was huge. When we yeah, went. right. I mean, that was just like. Did you walk end to end? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it took it, like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was just huge. And, and there were so many countries and so many people. And so just, you know, thinking that was big, you know, I, that the China Fisheries and Seafood Expo just must be on like a whole other yeah. level, you know. But um, just for comparison, for those who haven't had a chance to go to China for the expo, um, if you've been to Seafood Expo North America, that attracts more than 22,000 guests. Um, and it, this past March, at least it did. And it featured um, more than 258,000 net square feet with 1,341 exhibiting companies from 47 countries. So, I, like, that's, that is huge. So, imagine yeah. China being bigger. So, we have, to go, we have to go to the China Expo. And bring our, our sneakers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oof, <laughs> not making that mistake. I know I'm I gotta start booking I gotta I gotta book my flight to San Diego for GSMC. I can't believe it's all coming up so quick. It is. So hopefully we'll see some of you there, whoever's listening, if you guys are going to GSMC in January. But for now, that wraps up our show for the week. So once again, this week's episode was brought to you by Erna Berry's Reporter, the quarterly news magazine for the food industry professional. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.